this inner power speaks. We chiropractors work with the subtle substance of the soul. We release the prison impulse, the tiny rivulet of force that emanates from the mind and flows over the nerves to the cells and stirs them into life. We deal with the magic power that transforms common food into living, loving, thinking clay that robes the earth with beauty and hues and scents the flowers with the glory of the air. In the dim, dark, distant long ago, when the sun first bowed to the morning star, this power spoke. This power spoke, and there was life. It quickened the slime of the sea and the dust of the earth and drove itself to union with its fellows in countless living forms. Through eons of time, it thinned the fish and winged the bird and fanged the beast. Endlessly it worked, evolving its forms until it produced the crowning glory of them all. With tireless energy, it blows the bubble of each individual life and then silently, relentlessly, dissolves the form and absorbs the spirit into itself again. And yet you ask, can chiropractic cure appendicitis or the flu? Have you more faith in a knife or a spoonful of medicine than the innate power that animates the internal living world? B.J. Palmer, Bigness and Fellow Within, 1949. I am telling you, and I'm telling you that I'm telling you, if you're not reading green books, you're not studying chiropractic. If you're not reading green books, you're not studying chiropractic. You're studying chiropractic as the CCE has designed you to, to study it. But you've got to read green books. If you want to learn and understand chiropractic, you've got to go to the source. The source is B.J. Palmer. The source is the green books. The source is D.D. Palmer, his chiropractic justice. You've got to do that in addition to, and I know it's hard. Trust me. I went to the school. I graduated in 1989. I know exactly what you're going through. I've been through all the boards. And I'll see all that kind of stuff. I know all that stuff, right? I've been teaching here for 23 years now for my beautiful life. <clears throat> so I get it. I get where you're coming from. But I'm telling you, and I'm telling you that I'm telling you, that until I started reading Greek books, I didn't get chiropractic. Until I started going to seminars like DE, and New Beginnings, and Come to Spiz Nights, and other philosophy nights that GCC does, and stuff like that, until I started understanding for the philosophy, I didn't get chiropractic. Chiropractic is not a mechanical thing. Chiropractic is not a push of a bone. Anybody can push a bone. Pushing a bone is not what chiropractic is. Changing the person's life is what chiropractic is. Changing that person's life by changing the way their brain and nerve system respond to the universe. That's what chiropractic is. I had a child come in. I, my specialty is autism. I'm a pediatric-based chiropractor. My autism, I love working with kids on the spectrum because it is so fascinating to watch a brain that is differently abled. Right? We think of a person is supposed to have a communication style, the way I'm communicating, the way you're communicating, the way you guys are all looking at me because I'm talking. A person on the spectrum does not understand those social mores. They don't understand in their brains, it doesn't work that I look at someone when they talk to me. It doesn't work that I will use my mouth to communicate with verbal uh, utterings. That makes sense. That's not in their mindset. That's not what a kid, a minimal speaking kid on the spectrum does. <coughs> This child, the parents told me when I first met them last week, this child doesn't smile, doesn't talk, doesn't look at you, doesn't play with you, doesn't acknowledge you, doesn't give high fives, except to us, the parents, right? They were the only pe people that, that this child responds to as the parents. 
yesterday, third adjustment, child walks into the office, I walk and he, we, we take our kids who are on spectrum, we put them, we, we adjust them in a back room, like a quiet room, because I have a big open adjusting area where we do all the interns are adjusting. I go into the back room because they need quiet, they need like their own little area. He come, I come into the office, I open up the door, guess what he does? He smiles, he's gonna high five. I'm like, and in my brain, I don't want to say anything, right? I don't want to ruin the moment. But in my brain, I'm going, but, but, but I got game face on, right? I've learned game face. I've played hockey for years. My coach said game face, right? But mom and dad are like, he never does that. He never does that. That is not what he does. And interesting thing, guess what that mom also said? The mom said, guess what the teacher said at school? Well, he's not speaking yet. That's okay. He's smiling. He's playing with other kids. He actually took it one kid by the hand and dragged them over to where he was playing so that they could play together. Unheard of. Chiropractic adjustments. Three adjustments. Three adjustments. Changing this kid's life. How come it took him six years to get to our office? I don't know. I don't care. What I care now is that we're going to change this kid's life. That's my goal. That's my mission. It has nothing to do with their spine. I'm uninterested. I want, the spine is a way in, that's it. The spine is a way in to the nerve system. It is not your end goal. The spine is the way to get to the brain and the nerve system. Don't get so stuck on the spine that you think that moving a bone is what you do. You don't move bones. You're not a bone setter. What you are is a brain and nerve system specialist. What you are is you change lives. Anybody can move bones. Anybody can push on the back. You can train almost anybody to do that, right? So because it's not it's not what bone you push on that makes the difference. It's the direction of the correction. It's the intent that you have as you're touching that person as to what makes the difference. And <clears throat> when you look at this kind of thing that BJ says here, I want you to notice something. Does BJ say the word subluxation in this? Is the word adjustment in here? Is the word spine in here? No. What does he talk about? Emanates from the mind, the brain, and flows over the nerves. BJ Palmer, 1949, said, this is a nerve system thing. What did D.D. Palmer say in 1910 on the front piece of his book, The Chiropractic Adjuster? What did he say? Chiropractic founded on tone. Who said that? Good job. Founded on tone. Didn't say founded on backs, right? Didn't say founded on spine, right? There's a lot of other practitioners out there. Trust me, there's a lot of other practitioners out there that are working on backs and on muscles and on ligaments and on tendons. Let them. Let them. Take it. Take it. I don't care. I'm uninterested. What I want to do, change lives. Change lives. I'm not gonna change lives by moving a piece of muscle around. I'm not gonna change lives by taking a bone from point A to point B. What I'm gonna do is change lives by making sure that bone is working in the way it's supposed to, allowing the brain and nerve system to work so that the motor system, the sensory system, are working as a unit. That changes lives. That's what we do. That's what we do. And that's why we do it. 
And to understand that even more, when you look at something like this, what we're really working with is Newton's laws of physics. You may never realize this, but we are actually working with Newton's laws of physics. So at, for instance, <clears throat> first law, a body at rest will remain at rest, and body motion will remain in motion unless it's acted on by external force. What does that do with chiropractic? A subluxation is the subluxated vertebra in motion? No. So what do we do? We put motion into an area that doesn't have motion. That makes the change. We're working with physics. Do you get that? Do you get how high and big the thing? That's why Papa BJ called this the bigness of the fellow within. Do you realize how big this thing is? This isn't just moving a bone. This is putting motion into a segment that didn't have motion. That, what does that mean? Motion is what? Life. Motion is motion, yeah. Well, motion is life. Right? Motion is life. We're putting life into that. And then let's look at Newton's third law. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. If I put if I put an action in a thrust in, whether I'm using my hand with a manual adjustment, I'm using an activator, I'm using a TRT instrument, I'm using network, a, you know, tonal adjustment, etc. If you're putting an action in, what happens according to Newton's third law? With every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. How does that work? I put force in, right? You know the triangle, right? I put force in, something has to happen. You put force in, it talks to the brain. The brain says, holy cow, that was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Comes down the motor system, and now all of a sudden you have motion in an area, didn't have motion before, you have life in an area, didn't have life before, and wow, now you have a different person. And I'm not just talking about a different person in like, well, okay, you know, I'm a different person now. I'm a different person now. I'm, right? Okay, that's easy. You know, just to say time moves on, you're a different person. What I'm talking about is you're literally creating a different person. Do you know what that means? That means the genetics, which yesterday this kid who came into the practice who's six years old who doesn't interact with anybody is suddenly interacting with somebody. How do you think that happened? The genes are now producing something in his little system, maybe some extra serotonin, maybe some doping, who knows what it is, but now all of a sudden, the genes in his system are now not producing the same genes that he was producing yesterday that were causing him to be isolated by himself. Now all of a sudden, his genetic makeup is saying, I want to do this instead. We're changing the way the genes are expressed. That's an epigenetic change. Holy cow, this is way bigger than just pushing on a bone. And that's the whole point of what we're trying to do. That's the point of what Chuck Ripley was trying to talk about. When he was talking about having spiz, spiz rectum, means like, like feeling chiropractic here, right? It's not, yes, chiropractic is important when you're using your hands. You've got to have great hands to be a chiropractor. I agree. But you need to have an amazing heart and connect your hands and your heart and your head. And that's what makes you a great chiropractor. It's not how much force you can put out in an adjustment. That's that's one little itty bitty piece of what a chiropractic adjustment is. Chiropractic adjustment is reconnecting the disconnected. Like that safety pin that's out there, right? You ever actually look at that and understand what that means? That's an absolute perfect analogy of what it is when you get a kid on the spectrum. They are disconnected, they got an open safety pin. What do we do? We close the pin, we close the circuit. Wow, that's pretty cool. We can close the circuit with a current 
about the adjustment with our hands. It's easy. It's easy. And think about the coolest thing is that this is your life. Right? This is your life. You get to do this. I've been doing this for 33 years. I still am like stunned and thrilled when a mom tells me the stuff that they tell me. 33 years later, right? Been teaching here for 23 years. I am excited to tell you about this stuff because this is what's really happening. I'm not reading out of a textbook. I'm telling you what's really, really happening out there. And there's nothing more beautiful than changing a child because that's the future. That's the future. And we can titrate and change one child at a time, and one child at a time, and one child at a time, and one child at a time, then we have changed the world. And you guys are instruments of that change. Isn't that cool? You're stepping into this profession, and yeah, you gotta go to boards, you got OSCEs, you got all these exams, you got finals coming up, and blah, 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 I get that. It's, it's hard, it's hard and grueling. But remember, every time you do that, you're doing it for the big picture. Right? You've got to get all the left brain details spit out onto papers and you know you have to do your poses, you know, like your side posture, show your side. Right? You have to do all those left brain things. But really it's the right brain big picture stuff. That's why you're doing this. I want you to get a picture of like the worst case scenarios, and that's what I want you to think about you're working on. And I'm gonna give you another picture just to see how many different brain. <clears throat> then one of you guys, so one of you guys just I'm putting out the seat, one of you guys coming up next, and then Whoever wants to come up is to come up one after the other, because I ain't doing this for all night. I, I could, I could, I, I can teach 12 hours. I teach 12 hour ICP seminars, so I couldn't, but I'm not gonna. <clears throat> all right, so here's, here's another amazing example, all right? Last year, nine-year-old boy comes into the practice. Nine years old, in a wheelchair, not walking, not talking. Horrible birth, 10 minutes oxygen deprivation, <clears throat> has a stroke, right, has cerebral palsy. For eight years, he's done all kinds of intervention, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, all important, all good stuff, trying to train the muscles, get him strong. He's a pretty strong kid, honestly. What do we do? Our first thing that nobody ever did, aside from checking his spine, which obviously nobody ever did before, is we checked him to see what they call the roadblock injury. We said to the mom, take him, put him face down on the ground. We put out a blanket, put him face down. Mom's like, what? I'm like, put him face down on the ground. I want to see what he does. We put him, nine years old, put him face down on the ground. What could he do from that point? Nothing. He couldn't even lift his head up. That's the robot injury. That's the robot injury. Subluxation, occiput, atlas, proprioceptive, maze proprioceptive area. You can't lift your head up. This area has no motion. Newton's first law. A body at rest will tend to remain at rest. He was stuck. He was stuck. Do you get that? He was so subluxated that he was stuck there. Started adjusting him. Three months later, he's taking his first wobbly steps in our office. Holy cow. Holy cow. 
eight years of all kinds of therapies, three months of chiropractic care. This is what you're going to do. This is your profession, not just mine. I'm like on the other end, you know what I'm saying? I'm at the, I'm 60, I'm at the other end. You guys are coming up. This is your profession. I'm watching you guys saying, someone's got to do the same thing that we're doing out there to take care of these kids. Someone has got to continue this reign, and not just one someone, but many, many, many someones, because the kid, the kids, that's why I'm going chiropractor, the kids really desperately need us. Yeah, back then, okay, I can take care of that, that's easy. Give me the challenges, give me the worst cases. I want the worst cases in my practice. Not the easy back pain cases. Give me the kids that aren't talking. Give me the kids that aren't walking. That's like, yes! Because I know, I know it's gonna happen, it's gonna take patience, right? It's gonna take time, but I know it's gonna happen, it's just a matter of time. Right? That's what I want from you guys, is to, is to get that feeling. The feeling that I have after 33 years of being in practice, I want to transfer that feeling to you, just like Chuck transferred it to me.